this is Richard Horvitz. You may know me as Invader Zim, and you are listening to the Fandom Podcast. Welcome to the Fandom Podcast, episode 158. This is the show that brings together geeks and nerds from across the fandomverse to analyze the news and discuss your favorite TV, movies, comics, and books. This is the news roundup for the second week of March 2018. But first, joining us is legendary anchorman Nick English. You stay classy, fandomverse. And with the FML update, we have Jeff Dumas. Panther just crossed a billion dollars worldwide. So, <laughs> Good thing this is just branding, you know? domestic, right? Well, this is just just just, just domestic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you want the domestic? I've got that in front of me. <laughs> All right, and making her second appearance on the Fandom Podcast, we have Kelly Williams. Greetings and salutations. Absolutely. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I am Brandon Ushio. Okay, so if you don't recognize Kelly's voice, she was on our episode where we talked about the charities of Wizarding Days, and she said, hey, you should have a girl on your show, and she said, I'm a girl, and I can be on your show, and so we said, "So we said, hey, Kelly, why don't you be a girl and be on our show? Is, is that, that's pretty much how it happened, right? Yeah, that except she was fast. way more pushy than that. She was like, you need a girl on your show, <laughs> and then I heard that there was feedback that other people thought that you should have a girl on your show too and you listened listen to that see fandomite the fandom <laughs> podcast listens to your feedback i am very excited to be here cool we're excited that you are here jeff we just got another person say fandomite i think we're losing this battle you guys i'm gonna say fandomite until my head falls off <laughs> i love fandomite i'm just gonna call them the mites then oh that's still cool because we could be like the mighty mites oh <gasps> I love the it. Mighty Mites? Like the yeah. Mighty Mouse. Like Mighty Mouse. Here I come to save the day. <laughs> All right. Well, then I think if we've got that out of our systems. Let's... <laughs> oh, that's not even close to out of their system. All right. Well, let's jump into the news. This week it is sponsored by Joseph. To find out more, head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast. Okay, we're trying a new new way to do the news stories this week. We're going to do it a little differently. Let us know what you think about this. We are shortening our list of news stories here. We're going to do a little bit more discussion. But because over on Fandom 5, I am doing daily news stories, we're going to not do as many of them here. So if you want more news, head over to anchor.fm slash Fandom 5 and subscribe to that podcast feed over there to get your daily dose of news stories. Five Fandom stories, five days a week, five minutes or less. Okay. Our very first news story is that Alan Cumming is going to be a good baddie, quote-unquote good baddie, in the new season of Doctor Who, and apparently he wasn't supposed to say too much about that, but and is in a little bit of trouble with the BBC. Uh, Nick, this this was your pick. What What is it about this that you find intriguing? All right, well, number one, Alan Cumming is one of my favorite actors. What else What might we know him in? Well, you might know him in Obviously, such a movie son called of the Mask. Yes, as Loki. He's the original Loki. Step aside, Tom Hiddleston, because the original Nightcrawler, oh wait, and Loki, and Bond villain, not really. No, he's a friend of Bond. His name no, is he's Boris. He's a Boris. His, well, he, he's, he's the guy he's with not... the clicky pen, right? Yeah. I'm invincible. Yes. And, uh,. Yeah, he's awesome. He's got a lot of really good riddles in that movie. 
Goldeneye. Yeah, so he's awesome. Like he he was also in Josie and the Pussycats, which we talk about constantly on the show. I think this is like four or five weeks in a row that we have brought up the movie Josie and the Pussycats. But still, so he was also amazing on The Good Wife. Okay, so that's a show I'm watching. He was Alicia's nemesis for a long time. He was the uh, press secretary for, or the press guy, the PR guy for uh, the Good Wife's husband. And so he was always battling with her over how to spin things. And he was amazing. He's, he's, he's beautiful in that. Now, that's a story that I have not gotten into. And I think it's simply because of the title is called The Good Wife. And I'm thinking to myself, that can't be that interesting. Can you tell me what that's about, Kelly? So the premise of the show is that this wife has been standing by her politician husband and uh, he is running for re-election and it's broken basically right in front of her on television, on live television, that he has been having an affair with a prostitute. And so it kind of follows her and she decides to stick with him for a time, but she just kind of, her life falls apart to a certain extent and she has to pick herself up and instead of just being the the good wife and um, being on this politician's arm all the time and just kind of being a silent partner she actually gets a she has a law degree and so she gets a job at a law firm and uh, becomes a junior partner and kind of works her way up and gets her own firm and and kind of gets back at her husband a little bit, and, and so this is yeah. more like so. Is this like a this is like a political slash legal drama? Then is, yes. is that what I'm hearing? Yes, sounds okay. like a bucket of laughs. And <laughs> tying back to the Gilmore Girls, Logan, who is Rory's boyfriend, what? is a junior partner, and and Alicia is the name of the character, and uh, he's kind of a nemesis to Alicia. So, so it all comes back to the Gilmore Girls. Not to like Logan because like Logan is Lena's favorite in the show. Uh you yes, no, she would definitely like the show then. Interesting. I'll have yeah. to pass that on because she is looking for something to watch. She'll have some oh, downtime maybe. coming up. She's got a little downtime coming up. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you can watch it now. I watched it when it was on television. There's seven sure seasons, so that somewhere. might be the one reason why she'd be like, uh because that's like pretty much like Gilmore Girls, she could just rewatch Gilmore Girls. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think they have it yeah. on CBS All Access, which is like because the second show that they had on there, they had uh, Discover. Well, the first show that they had on there actually was The Good Fight, which was a spinoff from The Good Wife, and then Star Trek Discovery. And I was all like, "What do those two things have in common that will get people to stay signed up?" But I guess, yeah. But Brandon, if they wanted to watch something on CBS All Access for free, what would they do? They would go over to fandompodcast.com slash CBS and sign up for a free trial. Wow, Jeff, thank you for asking. I got you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do it, so I have to try to promote other people to do it. I'm not protesting. I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a title. I'm not protesting. I'm just lazy. Um, Ooh, a title two weeks in a row. Dude, you are cleaning up on this, Jeff. I, Jeff. Jeff gets the titles more often. He he gets a little bit of a, the better snarky one-liners than we than Nick and I do. All right, so back to uh, Alan Cumming though with the with Doctor Who. Um, so he was on a he was on a podcast, not this one, the Homo Sapiens podcast. I don't know what that one is, but anyway, they uh, oh, he was on the Homo Sapiens, Sapiens podcast. 
and they asked him about what he's doing now. And he says, well, I'm about to go do an episode of Doctor Who. And uh, Oh, do tell. Which is basically what they said. And, he, and they said, are you a baddie? Because he's known for playing bad guys. And, and he's, he's like crazy, so like it just kind of goes hand in hand. <laughs> like maybe you could be the master, like, but mm-hmm. he's not. Mm-hmm. Well, the master's done for. Hmm. I don't think that he's the master. He better not be the master. So. That would be. I don't know. I really, th- I really hope that they bring like people that are not like obvious. A lot. Like I hope they make deep cut stuff. Like like. Omega or something like that. They'll bring like, or maybe even someone new, crazy. Or yeah, just have a new character. But like, you know, I mean, they bring new people in, but you got to have one that's a throwback, right? From the continuity, at least, you know. I mean, it doesn't have to be like the big baddie is somebody like crazy, like Davros or somebody like that. But something like the Zygons. Yeah, you could bring the Zygons back. But I mean, they've already been done in New Who. I'm I mean, hoping, I'm hoping along like, the same line of yeah, the Zygons. Yeah, like just bring somebody in from the old. It's really cool. And then, yeah, maybe like the Sea Devils. Those things are weird. Those are good. But anyway, well, he's going to play King Who. He's going to play James the First. That's right, James the First. Uh, King of Scotland from 1567. You know, historical accuracy and stuff like that. Um, so he, he became the king of England and Ireland and, uh, he became King James, the first king of Great Britain and Ireland. So, yeah. Uh, and he was a son of Mary, queen of Scots, right? Yes. So, yeah. And so they're, I think they're definitely going along the lines of they're trying to make it more historical. Like that's what Chibbers said. Chibbers was like, I want it to be more historical this time around. So hopefully this is kind of a. It'll be cool that way. I don't know. So if, depending on what Chibnall decides to do, the uh, King James I, he was also the first British monarch after Elizabeth I's death. And Elizabeth I was the one who was in the day of the doctor, who the doctor was, and the Zygons and the bunny rabbits and all that stuff. So, (laughs) yeah, there may be, there may be some... Some references to the fiftieth day of the Doctor, but you know we'll we'll see about that. Um, yeah, he I guess he's been asked to play the Doctor himself a couple times. What what do you guys think about that? Who w- would you cast him as the Doctor? I wouldn't not cast him as the Doctor. I'd be okay with that. He's a fantastic actor, and he would definitely bring his own. Kelly, are you a Doctor Who fan? For this, uh, well, no, I, I yeah, but not as hardcore as you guys are. Um. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's too soon to have another Scottish doctor. Well, technically, the we have yet to hear a doctor with a Scots accent. So, well, I guess Capaldi. Capaldi. No, oh, Capaldi, Capaldi had a Well, I see. I kind of blanked out most of Capaldi because it was just so boring. They took a season or two to get going, and then they. You no, know, we haven't even fully seen the Jodie Whittaker Doctor. So why are we skipping over to a new actor for a new Doctor? Let's let's embrace yeah, let's the current it. Doctor and mm-hmm. and really get to know her and see what she's like, and and then we'll see if we want to have Alan Cumming as a new Doctor. I'm in a couple of groups on Facebook where we talk about Doctor Who stuff a lot, and they the cycle of the Doctor is a uh, is a real thing where people are because you know when Capaldi got 
uh, got cast to be the doctor and was like, oh, we love Matt Smith. You can't get rid of him. Capaldi's terrible. And now we're seeing lots of posts saying, oh, you can't get rid of Capaldi. He was so great. What are we doing with this woman? And I don't know that it's just because she's a woman, but I think that uh, the cycle of the doctor where you fall in love with the doctor over the course of their couple seasons and then you're like no we can't get rid of them it might be hitting uh it might be hitting jody Whitaker a little harder because she is a woman and that's also change and you know fanboys love change Wait, really I read, I read that wrong. oh 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 I, I said that the wrong way yeah <laughs> all right well uh any any final thoughts on this new story october can't come soon enough October. Is that the official release date? That's what I heard, is that October is when it's coming out. I don't know if it's official, but I've heard it on a lot of Doctor Who things. So, See, I don't think I'll know this is coming out until on this podcast we say, Doctor Who date, release date confirmed. We're going to be reviewing the first episode of the Jody Whitaker's Doctor Who. Oh, crap. I'm excited because I went on Cast Me Cosplay and uh, someone suggested the new Doctor for me. And Ooh. I like to know the character before I cosplay the character, so I'm I'm excited. I will I will be watching. Very cool, very cool. Well, you can sport a fanny pack because I've already seen a still of that. There's a bum bag. It's a bum but bag. They're bum bags, yeah. Oh, a bum bag. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Our, our next news story is that the Titans TV series that is going to be on the currently unnamed DC streaming service is going to introduce I this with that title. Yeah, I, I do, too. Uh, they're going to introduce the second Robin, Jason Todd. Uh, Jason Todd is the uh, is like, like I mentioned, the second Robin, and he is one of the fan favorites for Robin because he goes off and does a little bit of his own thing there. At some point, we're probably going to get Dick Grayson showing up as Nightwing, is hopefully what this means, because with all the DCEU drama, they decided to not focus on side characters and just do the main characters. Um, Isn't the Nightwing thing confirmed already? Haven't we already seen images of him as Nightwing? I saw a Robin. I thought the Nightwing one came first. Oh, maybe. I didn't. I don't so they were, they were going to be doing a Nightwing movie. And they were going to be doing a Batgirl movie. And then after Joss Whedon stepped off of Batgirl and Warner Brothers realized, hey, Joss Whedon told us we have no story. And he's right. They decided we're not going to focus on these side characters right now. We're just going to do the main characters, the Justice League. Right now, Brenton Thwaites is cast as Dick Grayson slash Nightwing. Well, then, yes, we did talk about that. You are 100% right. I was just double checking. So... Because I remember and having a hard time saying the word Thwait or the name Thwait. This TV show is going to have a character named Elastigirl? Okay. Um, Nuclear I think... Mom? Nuclear Sis? Nuclear Biff? I don't know what these characters are. They're reaching back okay. into Batman history, I'm assuming, because I don't recognize those names at all. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> so. Yeah, but apparently it was released when they uh, released the episode names. Uh, one of them is called jason todd so like episode seven i believe but uh, looking at this there's also going to be an episode called doom patrol which that's kind of cool which is where beast boy comes from i believe so yeah so okay so let me ask you this uh the you're too lazy to sign up for cbs all access to watch star trek and the good fight are you going to sign up for dc super fan package to watch the streaming stuff there it's called unknown named or what is it unnamed 
unnamed streaming service. Uh, yes, because it already has a show that I want to watch, and that's Young Justice. That's true. The, the that, third season oh, of Young Justice yeah, will be on there. I was never really interested in Star Trek Discovery, and so it's just meh. Okay, I guess I could sign up if I want, but this has a show that I'm already in. So I'll at least have it for the 24 hours it'll take me to watch the third season of Young Justice. <laughs> then we'll see what happens from there. See if you get hooked. See if they do their job in marketing. So when are they gonna when when are they gonna come up with the technology where they have bundles of stuff? You know, do you, you guys maybe not don't know, but there used to be where you would bundle with your cable package, so you could have like the sports package, you could have the movie yeah. package. Like, when are they going to have like this superhero package or the sci-fi package, and they're just going to have everything on one thing, so I don't have to watch this show on Netflix and that show on Hulu and this on this streaming and that on that streaming. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get lost, and I, I, I don't know if other fans feel this way, but it's it's becoming too cumbersome you've got to have all these different subscriptions everywhere and i don't know See, what i what i really like about all these different online subscriptions is that they are really easy to cancel so if you want to go cancel them for a short time you can cancel them for a few months and savings what i want is like a concierge service where i can be like these are the shows that i want to watch and have that concierge service stop and start my subscriptions at the times that i need them to watch the shows that I want to watch <laughs> to piggyback on that. I want an app that says I want to watch this show and it says where you can watch it. Just watch.com. So, oh yeah. Okay, there is a good. website called just watch.com where you go there, you pick your country and you tell it the name of the show and it searches all the providers and says, Hey, you can rent it from here or you can st stream it from here. Or, and it gives you, it looks on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Yahoo, uh, HBO, CW, Google Play, Stars, all those fun things. Does it update? Does it send you notifications like, hey, this is available on Netflix now, or this is available here now, or I they know, moved but it. Would, it's not there. It's over here now. That would be cool. Um, by the way, uh, as this has dropped, Archer seasons one through seven has dropped off of Netflix. So, um, yeah, I know some, there are some That's big fans of this for. So March 14th is is the last day of Archer seasons 1 through 7 on Netflix. So I bet you it's going to Hulu because Hulu keeps stealing stuff it's like that. On Hulu. Oh, it's already on Hulu? Yeah, so it's on Hulu. So that's what Jeff just said. You that's guys, I love Hulu. Hulu. I really like Hulu. Plus, All Agent it. Carter is on Hulu right now. Whoa. Yeah, I like Hulu for yeah, lots of reasons. Tell Agent Carter. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, to that subscription service I already rant about and pay for <laughs> you definitely got to get the commercial free thanks jeff um because yes, it's so worth it like we're watching uh master chef junior and when we didn't have no commercials it was like every five minutes there was commercials and, and it's now, the same commercial every time yeah, yeah that's the part like we we had a joke that uh, project almanac was like a show we would never see but we saw so many things for it while we were watching shows on Hulu that we broke down and actually watched Project Almanac. So it did its job. We watched You're Project Almanac. Yeah, like we're the one person that watched it. But it was kind of a joke when we watched it. We were like, hey, we should get this. And we're like, okay, it's a dollar at Redbox. Like, that would be <laughs> funny. And then we just like were doing other stuff while we were watching it. But yeah, it was pretty. Anyway, yeah, that's my memory of, of <laughs> commercials on hulu so now so, i don't have to worry about it anymore yeah 
Okay, so let, let's jump back to the Batman story there for a little bit. I, I want your opinions. Like, why why does it matter that we're going to have two different Robins in this? You mean it, within the show? Yeah, in the Robins, show or? or in the Dick Grayson slash uh, Jason Todd. If he shows up as Red Hood, then there you've got a, a at least one episode with an antihero. So there's that. Uh, but... It, it is that shock of if they follow the comics close enough, it'll be Jason. How are you alive? So it's it will it will cause drama, and we could probably. I bet this is where, I think that this is probably where the Robin costume comes into play because it'll probably be flashbacks. Oh, of, so you think they're going to tie this into the DCU proper? No, I mean the Robin costume that we've seen in Theo, that Theo, that whatever Thwaites guy from Brenton Giver. Thwaites. That guy, the he's the image right now on IMDb is him in the Robin costume. So I think that that is in the flashbacks of maybe he's training with Jason Todd. Who knows? Maybe that I don't know. Because if he's cast in IMDb says he's Nightwing, so I don't see him actually being suited up as Robin too much. Okay, so all it right, gives him a reason to actually use that expensive Robin costume they probably made. <laughs> Cos costumes are never expensive. Never. Uh, <laughs> laughs are cosplayer on the show. Oh, I'm laughing because I'm crying. <laughs> you got to do one or the other. I just budgeted out two costumes, and I'm going to be paying for them for the rest of the year. <laughs> well, you that's budget your costumes. Wow, that's. I mean, I just kind of go to DI and every day until I have something right. Yeah, that's probably smarter than what I do. Of course, my costumes are usually, hey, I have long hair and a beard. I can be Jesus. <laughs> not, not not, that Jesus. It's the Walking Dead Jesus. I was willing to let them, let the listeners' mind go where they wanted. Okay, well. Although, all right. Google Jesus cosplay and you get some weird images. I'm just going to say that. I think Jeff should be Buddy Jesus is who he should be. And just walk You know, I brought that up with someone at the nerd store, and I think that... Um, It'd be tempting, but I've never actually seen Dogma. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be weird. And also, it feels kind of wrong to cosplay an actual Jesus, like a, a semi-religious figure. Saying semi-religious in the context of Dogma, not not people's religion. Digging? Yeah. I, have, I did see one at Comic-Con, though. I did see one at Comic-Con. Yeah. I got called Silent Bob talking to Brandon. I got upset. Like, it's not Silent Bob. It's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Although at that moment well, I, I realized, can see that I can see that too. Oh, no. I can see as, how somebody would mistake you as that. I didn't think about it until that guy said it, and I realized, oh, he didn't know I'm Jesus. But also, hey, I could do a Silent Bob costume. So what you're saying is that costumes are complicated? Nah, <laughs> costumes well, are easy. What do you? Cosplays for everyone, and costumes can be whatever you want them to be. They can be easy. They can be hard. They can be foam. They can be fabric. You can be a crafter. You can be a sewer. You can be whatever you want. Cosplays for everybody. Or like a, a big muscle suit. Yes. Like our next news story is that uh, we have some, we finally have some more detailed images of Zachary Levi's Shazam costume, and boy, has the internet become divided over that. <laughs> but I guess that's an everyday occurrence for the Look. internet. They're just total behind-the-scenes shots, so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. But at the same time, it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> I like the ear warmers. That's I my that favorite stays. part. I think that those are definitely going to be a part of it. 
oh hey there's a shot of mark strong cool okay i'm back in <laughs> all right so as our as, as the cosplayer uh kelly what what do you think about zachary levi's shazam costume well as a uh shazam fan i think it looks fantastic okay. i was a little First, do you do you prefer shazam or captain marvel as a as an as a i prefer i prefer shazam Nope, nope, uh, it's not ready. <laughs> fix it's it in not post. working? No, my, my lightning bolt is broken. Oh, I'm so sad. I guess I you're not worthy of uh, all the powers. Of I'm Shazam. not worthy of all the powers of all the gods. I used to watch Shazam right after uh, Wonder Woman every day. Oh, it came on right after Wonder Woman. Shazam. There was no Shazam ISIS <laughs> power hour. It was Wonder Woman, then it was Shazam. There it is. See, I said it and it worked. <laughs> that shazam is it, it because i'm new I, I don't know maybe i have the power oh i think I you know, do i have the power <laughs> wrong franchise wrong franchise oh anyway i was kind of hesitant about zachary levi being shazam being captain marvel because he's not quite su it super get. there it works for me it, he's not quite superman-y enough but i think in the costume he looks great and I just want to say that Henry Cavill and Zachary Levi have been commenting on each other's Instagrams about this costume. It is one of the most beautiful bromances I have ever seen. I love it. Zachary Levi posted a thing with him with a mustache on saying, I feel you, bro. And, uh, and Henry Cavill said, uh, oh, hang on, I'll get it. But uh, and yeah, Cavill's just... mustache is the only reason I want to see the new Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> it is for me too. I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, "Finally, we get to see the mustache in action!" But yeah, Henry Cavill said, "The wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the power of the mustache." <laughs> <laughs> And Zachary Levi commented back and said, and so it was, and so it is, and so it shall be. And it's just like this beautiful thing that the two of them have been going back and forth about their costumes and can't wait to be together with you and all of these things. And I'm just, I'm in love. See, that's yeah, where the I feel like the DCEU is actually missing from their stuff is people who actually are excited and having a good time being there. As opposed to like Batfleck, who's like, uh, I don't know that I want to be here. Hey. I wrote something and the night got taken away from me, and then I was a director. Batfleck got bullied out of a job. Okay, kind of. You know what though? Like, they didn't they didn't show enough of that because I saw some interviews with Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck together, and they were like during Batman versus Superman, and they were totally joking about how how they were truly in love and how they snuggled and cuddled after their each of their fights and. And it was amazing, like, how darling they were to each other. And, and I didn't see any of that when they were marketing Batman versus Superman. I think they were trying to really play on the tension between Batman and Superman. And Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck were playing on the sexual tension. And it was hilarious. It was really good. See, and I, I, I just feel like they just need to have, they just need to have more fun. They just need to, they're, they're, they're the freaking superheroes. Just have a little bit of fun. I hundred percent agree. And, and as far as Ben Affleck's concerned, I think he's doing a great job as Batman and he wants to be Batman. I think I'm pretty sure. 
He wanted and to be I don't, Batman. So there is one picture of this Shazam costume. Oh, two things I wanted to say. Two things I wanted to say. One, he looks like the um, Alex Ross drawings too. Yeah, I, I love the double cape, the double cape, and the hood. Yes, yes, I think he looks love fantastic. It. And the other thing, though, is like there's this one, and I don't know if it's just the angle or what, but he's like getting into a car and he's on the side, and just as a woman cosplayer. To my fellow gentlemen cosplayers. <laughs> I know where this is going. Dance belt. All I have to say. <laughs> and it looks like maybe he's not properly foundation garmented. And that's all I'm going to say. Well, let me let me ask you about this then. So this is, it's very clearly a muscle suit. I don't know how far down this trail you want to go, because I'll go as far as you want. It, hey, it's I've very, it's very clearly a muscle suit. They are. What do you guys what do you guys think about the muscles? Because that's something else that people have been freaking out about on the internet. They've been saying it looks like if I poke him with a needle, he'll pop. <laughs> See, I think that they're probably just gonna put like animation on it. I think it's gonna have like lightning going across it. And so they made it like you know, red. Oh yeah. Like these solid are definitely not so that, so that like they will so that they can like animate lightning. So he's just like walking around. He's got little things of lightning running around him or something. That sounds expensive. Yeah. No, I think it's just the texture of the suit. Like the Superman suit has texture. The Batman suit has texture. They all have these really cool textures to them. So do you think he really got that ripped? Oh, no, that's definitely padding. (laughs) So, okay. So I think, well, they have to do it for him because he has to switch back between Billy Batson and and Captain Marvel. So. But Zachary Levi is not playing Billy Batson. He isn't. He's no, a little baby. No, they no, got Billy a fourteen. Like a little twelve-year-old kid. Well, yeah, I know that. But, so, but I thought that they've got a fourteen-year-old playing both. Billy Batson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, um, so the one argument that I've that I've heard about why this might work is that Shazam is the ideal the imagine the imagination yeah. of a 14 year old boy what a buff superhero god would look like and so, so of they, course it's going to look unrealistic so he has to look cartoony kind of kind of so um i think that's the only one that makes sense now the people who are like oh this is an official wait for the cg to be done need i remind you about henry cavill's mustache i mean <laughs> the cgs or, can't fix everything or green lantern with ryan reynolds yep Yep, CG can't Don't fix everything. Don't talk about Greenland. CG definitely cannot fix everything. I think it looks great. I'm okay. I with do it. too. I 100 agree. I think it looks fantastic. I'm I'm excited to see it. He could play a child very easily. Absolutely, yeah. And so I think he's great for that character. Um. Yeah, I'm super excited. So yeah, I you know what I am too because I love everything that Zachary Levi has ever done. I also want to say that I lived here for 20 years before I found somebody that knew who Shazam was. Hang on, well, hang on. Clearly didn't know me. No, well, clearly. But You're late yeah, on like every time someone would say Shazam, and I'd be like, oh, I loved that show when I was a kid. And they'd look at me like I was speaking a different language. And I'm like, I know that I speak. I know I'm from a different country, but I do speak English. And yeah, it wasn't until I joined the cosplay community and found my people that 
we, yeah, we've had hours, hours long discussions on Shazam. I loved that show when I was a kid. All right. Well, I also love that you're making it work for me. That's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you, you gotta, well, you gotta now, try. You, you have been anointed with the power of the gods. Excellent. Shazam. There we go. There we go. Okay, so after that story, our final news story for the night is that Mark Hamill, moving over from DC to Star Wars, Mark Hamill has gotten himself a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And this, okay, so this I, this is my question about this. Does that really matter to anyone anymore? Is, 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 that, a, is that a big deal? I think it matters to the actors. It mattered to me. Okay. So, ha. <laughs> I was super excited. I was like, yay for him. Dude, I would so, totally go there and take a picture of me with <laughs> absolutely so do you guys know how uh how that actually that process actually goes nope okay Please so this is i i once googled how uh why a certain somebody has a star and i got a whole bunch of stories about swastikas so uh i'll let the <laughs> listener put two and two together on that story but yeah so, so i didn't actually make it through <laughs> all right so the uh so when he got this star, I started looking into it a little bit. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what it takes to actually get a star. And I realized that Winnie the Pooh has a star. Thomas Edison has, has a star. Mark Hamill has a star. Um, and he, Mark Hamill has the 2,630th star on the Hollywood Boulevard. So it's not like they're hard to get. 2,629 people before him have gotten them. You don't have one. <laughs> The biggest thing on here that I'm seeing, so there are two really big requirements. There are a total of six, but the two biggest ones are that the committee says, "Oh yeah, you're famous enough. You, you'll be a you'll be a tourist attraction as a star, so we'll put you on there." Um, and then the other part of the thing is it costs thirty thousand dollars. So if the committee likes you and you can pay thirty thousand dollars, you're in. Um, well, that I mean, just makes me sad. So, I mean, it's, I don't mean to ruin this for anyone. So go to patreon.com slash fandom podcast to fund a Hollywood star for the fandom podcast. All right. All right. So, okay. So the $30,000 that's on there, half of it goes to the Hollywood Historic Trust to maintain the walk. I, I, I get that. There it has to be, it's a tourist attraction. People are going to drop gum wrappers and all that stuff. Um, the other 15,000 of it goes to quote unquote making and placing the star, which includes like jackhammering out the old stuff and the blanks, the blank square and putting and getting the bronze star made and put in there. I could probably do that for less than 15 grand though. So I think somebody's making a hefty profit on that. Um, yeah. So, and then they also have to, they also have to throw a, uh, a, a, a ceremony is what they call it, but it's really a party that is for their unveiling and you know mark hamill his was awesome and his pictures he's just happy and excited now when i say that it costs thirty thousand dollars for this uh, star on the walk of fame mark hamill didn't pay for it it was the it was probably the movie studio it's usually movie movie studios or fans and i bet you disney was all like hey we've got this star wars money we can spend thirty thousand and get mark hamill a star on the walk of fame and so just in time for the last jedi to come out on dvd and blu-ray <laughs> exactly exactly this is this was like literally a week before that happened so um i see some i, I see some marketing a consolation there. a consolation for what for killing him 
I oh, guess it's he's safe to part of the, last the Jedi, force, huh? but he's his physical body is dead. <laughs> now that now that it's out, I I think we're gonna say it's safe to safe to talk about the last. Oh, did Jedi. I just spoil the last the, the, Jedi? This is our this is our first <laughs> last Jedi spoil spoiler that has not been behind a spoiler oh, warning. My bad. So it's fine. It's all good. It's all good. I we didn't so worry about it. We have to wait till the DVD comes out, and then we're allowed to say spoilers. Is that the rule? I thought it was two well, months. We, kinda, we put it. We asked when is it okay to spoil, and nobody got back to us. I, I had think. one person who said not yet, but they didn't give me when it was okay. So, um, I think it's safe to when it comes out on DVD, because then more people have opportunity to see it. Yeah, I, I can buy that. I can buy that. Like as far as a cultural aspect is concerned like in life tell us about life kelly but they they i a oh, wise one you forgot that part a wise one thank you <laughs> um as far as the internet's concerned though people have been saying that you have to wait a month is that true is that a thing it depends I've on heard, which group you're in. Every I've community has weeks, their own I've standards. Heard I've heard three months. I've heard until the DVD release. And I've heard never. So you can choose. <laughs> All right. Well, I just go internet dark until I've seen it. Because I hate spoilers so much that I don't even watch trailers. Kindred spirit. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, when we went to go see... Um, Thor Ragnarok, my, my older son, um, covered his ears, closed his eyes and put his feet up and like crouched into a little teeny tiny ball so that he wouldn't see the last Jedi trailer. And I could not have been more proud. It was <laughs> the proudest moment for me. He's like, I don't want to know anything. I was like, I just love you so much right now. <laughs> see, here's, here's my philosophy is that I can be Amish but I can't force everyone else to be Amish. Exactly. If I don't want to use electricity, that's fine, but you can't expect other people to do that. So with movies, if I don't want to see it, if I've got other priorities, great. You are an adult and you can make those decisions. Exactly. Exactly my point. If you don't want spoilers, you have control over not seeing spoilers or yeah. not getting spoilers. Unless you're on a podcast. Unless you're on a podcast, podcast. and Kelly blabs her mouth about The Last Jedi that came out before Christmas. Well, Nick laments he used to not watch trailers at all, but now we we will talk about them, so we kind of make him watch them. So yeah, <laughs> I, I choose. Uh, they that. they always do say if you don't want to watch it, it's fine, and then I choose to. So it's still my choice. I'm not forced to do anything. And I just fast forward through those parts. Which, you know what? I totally get. I do that on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> yep. I don't want to know anything. If it's a movie that I know I'm going to see, I don't need a trailer. Exactly. Exactly. If you're going to see it, the trailers are there to convince you to see a movie that you don't know anything about. And after yeah. you've seen a trailer that convinced you, you can stop watching the trailers. Absolutely. For me, it's when I'm watching the film and either, oh, that part was in the trailer or wait a second, that part was in the trailer and it's not in the movie. It takes me out of the film and I just, I want to be there and watch the film as it unfolds in front of me. I don't, I don't need any, I don't need a trailer. I know I'm going to see it. Very nice. Hashtag no trailers. 
Hashtag. All right. <laughs> I think we can uh, clearly say where we stand as a podcast on the no trailer stance here. Everyone who's not on a podcast should not watch a trailer. Uh, we will force Nick to watch trailers. Um, <laughs> okay. So Hashtag no trailer movement. <laughs> no trailer parks. Dude, I'm making shirts as we speak. So, all right. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up our news and this this more condensed news format. Um, just real quick, we've got our upcoming schedule for appearances. We will be at Wasatch Comic Con on April 27th and 28th at the Valley Fair Mall. We'll be doing stuff there, uh, show and uh, a show, and I'm going to work. I'm hoping to be able to do some workshops, depending on how much space they have on podcasting, um, which leads us to Utah Podcaster Summit on June 2nd at the Salt Lake Community College, and the next week we will be at the Pop Culture Convention on June 9th at uh, the Leave Event Center in Pleasant Grove. And after that, we'll be Salt Lake Gaming Con July 6th and 7th. Oh, we are busy. All right. Well, if you want to help support this show, you can head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast to support us there. We've gotten to know a lot of really good people over there. It's, it's a lot of fun. You can support us. You can support what we're doing. And you can get to know us as well. Other ways to support us include our affiliate links, which we mentioned the CBS one earlier. Uh, we have an Audible affiliate link, and we have a Amazon affiliate link. All of those are in the show notes over at fandompodcast.com. So until next time. Only love can truly save the world. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Hail Hydra, and send more outros. May the fandom be with you. Hashtag outtakes. I'm not sure what I just said. So just step over. Rude you forgot his name. name. Yeah, I did. I totally <laughs> forgot his name right now. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I tell you, I am in a couple Facebook groups on Twitter, and the cycle of the doctor is, is sure as ever. Again? You're on yes. Facebook groups on Twitter? Yep, yep. I'm... <laughs> So I'm in a couple Facebook groups and on Twitter. <laughs> you were about to say it again. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Jeez. Yes, Jeez. you were. No, I wasn't. You were probably gonna say you're probably trying to say Facebook groups on Facebook. And I was going to say that. that. That's nice. what I was going to say, and that's why I stopped because I'm like, that's redundant. So go to patreon.com slash protagon. No. Prota whoa, hold on. Who are you plugging? You know what? I hear them say it so often that it was automatic. Let's do that again. Welcome to the Fandom Movie League Week 9 Update. It is the week of March 11th, and here are the scores. In third place is Brandon with $56,073,683.60. In second place is Nick with $90,668,296.40. And in first place is me with $545,155,133. I guess Oprah was not enough to beat the Panther. This is probably the last week that I will be giving the exact numbers. I'm probably going to just round up from now. Well, round to the nearest million to so I'm not saying as many words. And always, if you want to follow along, you can go to fandompodcast.com slash FML18.